The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. Hey, I was, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he bent me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. It touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name and happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Paz. With me today, very special guest, former Impact and TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Of course, he's a former NFL player as well. He is Moose. Moose, welcome to the two-man power trip. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm in Cincinnati. Just got here last night. Ready to do some media for the um, shows next weekend. Yes, you got some big shows coming up, obviously, in the greater Cincinnati area. You got some shows coming up. Tell us about what's coming up May 7th and May 8th. I know Under Siege is coming Yeah, up. we have Under Siege, and then we have the tapings afterwards. Um, pretty excited. I don't think I've actually wrestled in Cincinnati, so this is the first time, and I'm looking forward to it. Probably played football there, but you never wrestled there, I guess. Yeah, I played football here. Never. This is the first time definitely wrestling here. So what do you think about the big shows coming to the area? Obviously, we got uh, Access TV or Access.com. You get some tickets, and they're available there. But what do you think about the big shows? I mean, what are you going to be doing? Um, I have no idea yet. Um, obviously, I'm coming from a weekend, weekend where I just lost my title. And um, obviously, I had promotions all over the place. So, I mean, I have a lot to talk about. And uh, But, yeah, other than that, I really don't know what I'm going to do. Looking forward to it, though. Impact seems like, you know, now they're going on this world tour. You got Kissimmee, Florida the following week. So, I mean, it seems like Impact really stepping up the game as far as doing some uh, live touring again. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where we were before um, pre-COVID. We was doing a lot of touring. And, um, it's just glad. I'm happy that we're getting back to doing that. Tell us a little bit. You mentioned the, the title loss, obviously. Tell us a little bit about Rebellion and the match with Josh Alexander. Great match, but obviously, what's the thoughts and the feelings on losing the Impact World Title? Obviously, anybody you would ne you never want to lose a match, um, no, regardless of how good the match is. Um, 
definitely a tough loss, but I lost to a very incredible wrestler in Josh Alexander. And um, I guess it's, it's his turn for him to carry the, the um, carry the company and um, let's see what he could do with it. I mean, Impact is known for creating stars, and they created one in Josh. And let's see what he could do with the position he's given. What was your thoughts just on the match overall? I know you're saying you hate losing the title. But what was the thoughts on the match overall? It was a great match. Uh, um, definitely really, really, really good match. Um, I mean, obviously everybody's buzzing about it. So calling it match of the year and so definitely a match of the year candidate. So that's always good stuff. Um, uh, I'm happy with it. Definitely one of my better matches. I mean, um, yeah, so... But like I said, all that stuff that's really bad because I lost what's what means the most to me. But um, the truth is, I can't be champion forever. And um, somebody has to get the opportunity to see what they can do um, do with being the face of the company or having um, the top prize of the company. So let's see what Josh does with it. I'm excited to see what he does with it also. Just talk a little bit about the chemistry with Josh, because obviously it's a long story. It starts for Bound for Glory and it ends at Rebellion, really. But tell us about the chemistry with Josh. Seems like you guys definitely have great chemistry together. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're both good athletes and good, great wrestlers, some of the best in the world. And so, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be chemistry when you have two guys as skilled as they are um, wrestling each other. So, I mean, that wasn't a worry at all. The match wasn't going to be good. Uh, we just didn't know how good it was going to be. And um, obviously, it was good enough to be called one of the best matches and the best championship match in Impact's history and definitely a match of the year candidate. So happy to be part of that, and let's see what happens next. You take a lot of pride in that because obviously Impact been around for 20 years. They have a lot of great champions and a lot of great championship matches. You can go to Impact Plus and, I mean, you'll see uh, thousands of great matches. You put a lot of pride in that, that you guys had one of the best? Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean look at some of the names that have um, come through Impact Wrestling with the AJs, uh, the Mojos, the um, Kurt Angles, um, Bobby Roode. So being a part of that history um, – Saying your match tops some of those guys' names that I just mentioned is definitely a, a big compliment, a huge compliment. So just rewinding to Bound for Glory last year, when you win the call, call your shot, the gauntlet, the battle royal, then you win the world title against Josh Alexander very quickly. But what's the thought process like of you actually winning the title? Did that mean a lot to you? Because a lot of wrestlers, it's like, ah, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, another day or another, you know, another business thing. But a lot of the guys, it means a ton to be the world champion. Oh, it definitely meant a lot to being the world champion. Um, just of how hard I work and um, the time and the work that I put in and the blood, sweat and tears that I put in and the weight that I lost and the change in character and um, change in how I perceive wrestling. So definitely that's always uh, um, once you win the title after all the work you put in, it's almost like uh, it, that. that's kind of like your paycheck winning that title. So, yeah, I was definitely proud of winning it and um, um, accomplishing some of the things I did this past year and the last two years. So, yeah. How do you feel like your growth as a wrestler during that time period? Like you've seemed like you've gotten better and better each year. Oh, um, I'm definitely happy with my growth. And, um, 
I'm still not at a place where I could be comfortable and said, yeah, I'm here. Um, still a lot of work I have to do because um, you always get better in professional wrestling. and um, That's my goal, just to keep being better as a performer and as a person. 182 days as world champion. Pretty impressive. Up there with one of the best reigns. I mean, you beat Eddie Edwards. You beat a, a ton of good guys. Heath, uh, you killed Zicky Dice. I mean, you did a bunch of great things. What did you think overall on the title run? Um, definitely good. Um, now, let's just see what I could do when I have my second title run, whenever that is, how I could top this first one. I'm already thinking down the road. I mean, I can't hold on to the past and uh, 182 days or six months reign as titles is in the past already. So now I'm studying and thinking of things to do to make my second title reign whenever that comes better. You're not done with Josh Alexander yet, I'm guessing. Um, I mean, you have to watch the shows to find out. So for you, though, you look in great shape. I mean, you're always in good shape, but now you're in like crazy shape. How did you get in, into the shape you're in now? Consistency, um, finding a diet plan that works for me and um, just being consistent. Being a former NFL guy, I know obviously linemen, you know, a lot of them have to be bigger just in general, but you don't see them be shredded, right? I mean, usually the linemen are big, but not the way you look. I'm not an offensive lineman anymore. Right, right. <laughs> pounds less in the weight than what I used to be when I was an offensive lineman. So, yeah, I don't have to worry about being uh, a big boy anymore, I guess. So, do you work out like every day? Like what's the workout regimen look like? Oh yeah, definitely every day. I do something physically every day, but uh, honestly, this next, this, this week we are in right now, I decided to take the whole week off to rest some of my um, soreness uh, and some of my injuries to recover. So I'll be taking the next week and maybe even two weeks off working out um, or hitting the weights, maybe just, um, being consistent with my cardio. Um, but I'm taking a couple of weeks off of being a regular human being, not being as strict as I've, I have been with my diet and um, not hitting them, pounding the weights every day. Because, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, my body's pretty beat up right now. There's pain everywhere. So, yeah, I need to cut back a little bit and just live like a regular human being for a week or two and then um, dial back in. How do you stay in shape? You guys are going back on the road, so it's got to be harder on the road staying in shape, you know, finding the gym, eating right. How do you do it on the road? Um, people say that. Um, for me, it's, I mean, once you have your plan down, it's, it's the same thing as being on the road or being at home. Is you have to plan for it. So um, usually on the road, I'll pack my bills with me and then um, – I mean, obviously, when you're at home, you don't have to pack meals with you because you're at home and everything's in your refrigerator. But the only difference is being on the road, you just have to pack what you eat. Um, but like I said, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to take a take a break and um, ease up a little bit because I've been going hard for very, 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 very long. And sometimes going that hard for that long becomes like a mental stress and uh it, it becomes a mental stress. And I, I just need to like dial it back some. And like I said, just live like a regular human being and enjoy life for a couple of weeks. And then I, um, in preparation for Slammiversary, I'll in 
about a week, in about two weeks, I'll start. I'll dial back in a hundred percent and start getting ready for slam anniversary. Is that the key to staying in shape too, though? Not always putting the the pedal to the metal, like not always pressing the gas, just easing up a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously, you don't want to die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always be lean it's, it's definitely not a healthy lifestyle to look the way I do or work the way I do year round that's uh, what causes heart attack and causes stress and causes injuries so yeah um, so what I usually do I usually go hard for a good four or five months and then take about two weeks off where I'm not doing anything and then after those two weeks off we we'll go right back at it for about four months and um yeah so uh, i'm in that stage now i'm taking a couple of weeks off uh, just lifting weights and um measuring every ounce of food that i eat and yeah i'm just living like a regular human i mean enjoying life for the next um 10 days at, at least then we'll get back to it was pro wrestling harder on the body than the nfl like what what's what's harder on you Oh, no. Uh, people ask me all the time. The NFL is definitely way harder. I mean, if I was as physical and as um, psycho with my diet and my workout regimen as I was when I played in the NFL, I probably wouldn't, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be in this planet right now. Uh, that just shows how hard um, the NFL, the NFL is compared to wrestling. When you look at it, which I was pretty amazed at, because I was just trying to think like NFL guys that were world champions and really modern day, and I was looking at a few impact things, you and Bill Goldberg are the only two guys that were, you know, world champion from the modern era. I mean, that's pretty amazing, pretty uh, rarefied air, if you think yeah, about it. Definitely a good class of of people to be in, me, myself, and Bill Goldberg. And yeah, um, that, just, that tells a lot, and I'm happy to be in that list with them. Man, that's pretty crazy. Like you think of all the NFL guys, and there's so many NFL guys that to, that would wrestle. I mean, you just there's so many different guys. I can name a million, but it's pretty crazy. Think like, okay, modern day. I know obviously you got Ernie Ladd and Dick the Bruiser and Bronco Nagurski, and you got a, some old school guys. But it's pretty amazing to think you know you're in that company. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, like I said, uh, me and Bill Goldberg, it doesn't get better than that. And uh, we'll see. We'll see who else could join the list here in the next few years. Uh, for you, like, what's what's like a, a dream match or matches you want to have coming up? I know maybe some unfinished business with Jonah, the, you know, the two big hosses going at it again. But what are some other matches you're looking forward to coming up in, in Impact? Oh, man, we have a stacked roster, man. Uh, there's so many guys that I haven't even had a chance to face yet. Um, the Good Brothers being one of them, I would like to see those two guys. Um I like to see those two guys, you know, one on one match at some point with myself and Doc and myself and Carl Anderson. Um, guys like EY that I've never gotten a chance to work with. Um, guys like Steve Macklin, which um, he came came out with a great performance at Rebellion. Um, Jay White, um, Alex Shelley, a guy that I, I respect very well. That. I've never done anything with um, one on one that is. Um, so yeah, we have a, um, a, a huge roster of guys I've never um, um, done anything with. I mean, they're saying now the um, Briscoes might be coming in, so 
those two guys are guys that I haven't wrestled with because uh, I don't think they're as good as I am. Uh, I know I wrestled them a bunch of times when I was in Ring of Honor, but I was a lot greener than that. So it would definitely call for a different style match if I was to wrestle those guys now. So, yeah, um, we have a, um, a, a, a huge roster full of guys. I haven't even mentioned the Honor guys. And um, obviously Jonah. Uh, yeah, so we have a wild array of um, guys in our roster that are like the, the, I guess you could call the dream match, right? When you look at other guys you've wrestled before, that you, I'd love to see you wrestle again. He's just great chemistry. But you and Eddie Edwards seems like, you know, like destined to, to always clash. What, what about Eddie? You guys always seem like you guys have great matches. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you asked me guys who I haven't wrestled yet. Uh, I mean, obviously, Eddie's uh, definitely a go-to. But I think me and Eddie has wrestled enough for to entertain the crowd and go back to the archives to watch for the next 10 years. Um, I mean, you got to th- you're talking about a guy who I've wrestled probably the most of my impact career. So um, if you guys want to see an Eddie Boost match, just go on Impact Plus. I'm sure there's like 12, 13 of them on there that you can pick from. Oh, yeah. Big rivalry. What is like about the chemistry, though, with you guys? It seems like you guys connect always, like whenever you're in there together. Oh yeah, I mean the way I look at it is when you when you're good friends with somebody, connection um, is definitely always in the chemistry is always going to be there. So, and um, you talking about guys who are really good friends in real life and um, who have wrestled each other as much as we have, we don't even have to talk about the match prior to going out there. We just go out there and call it because we've done it so many times. So. When you just look back at, at some other matches, what are some of your other favorites that you had with, with Impact? Because, I mean, you've had a, a ton of good ones, but what are some other ones that stick out to you? Um, Definitely both matches I had with Chris Saban, uh, matches I had with um, Rich Swan, um, Willie Mack, um, the Kenny Omega match, um, I mean, I've had so many good ones, man. It's it's hard to to, to dissect them and pick 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 them out, you know. Uh, the three way I had with Morrissey and Cardona, that was pretty good. So yeah, I've had a lot, man. Was it important? Obviously, the Kenny Omega match was was a great match. Was it important to bring back the TNA World Title because that was a, a great gimmick when you guys brought it back and you were the TNA champion? Was that important to you to do that? Oh yeah, it was just something different. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't my idea. I, I just do what I'm told. Um, but, yeah, it, it was definitely uh, something unique, something different. I think the fans enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was just, it was definitely something different, but it was almost like out of nowhere, but it made sense. You know what I mean? Like, everybody remembers TNA, and, you know, most people remember that title. So it felt like it meant something. Yeah, it um, definitely did. So as we wind it down, we head towards the finish. Got to mention again, of course, May 7th, May 8th. Under Siege, you'll be in uh, Cincinnati, the greater Cincinnati area. Tickets available, access.com for more. Tell us just uh, one last kind of final push for the for the shows in uh, Cincinnati. Um, get your tickets before it's too late. The last time I checked, uh, tickets was moving very fast. So you don't want to uh, wait too late before the tickets are sold out. So on um, I think impactwrestling.com and um, 
Ticketmaster, I believe, also has them. Um, and buy your tickets. Also, the week after that, you'll be in Kissimmee, Florida, the year, which is you know obviously Orlando area. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, give us a little push for that show as well. Oh, I mean, same thing. I, last, last time I checked, those tickets are moving really fast, too. So you don't want to wait too late or be last minute like I am. Be, don't be a procrastinator. Buy those tickets right now because I guarantee you, if you wait the week of or wait a couple of days before, it's going to be sold out. You're going to be stuck not being able to watch the show. Where do you see yourself? Just maybe a couple of years. Like, where do you see Moose? Like, do you, where do you see the maturation process of yourself? Um, I, I honestly, I, um, I hate answering that question because you never know what's going to happen today or tomorrow. I mean, I can't, I could go out there and get in a plane crash or a car crash and not be here. But um, my goal every day when I wake up is be a better entertainer and better person than I was the day before. Um, that's all I can control is a day that I am in, and that's what my goal is for each day that I'm in. Any goals you have yet to achieve that you want to achieve in the business? Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely plenty of goals. I mean, just in Impact Wrestling, because that's where I'm currently at. I mean, I would like to have a tag title run if I could find a tag team that suits my style, but I like enough. Um, or um, I've never been an X Division champion, so uh, maybe one day going after the X Division title. Before we let you go, where can everybody find you personally, social media, and everything else you got going on? Oh, uh, my Instagram is the Moose Nation, and my oh my Instagram is Moose Nation sixty nine. I'm sorry, and my Twitter is the Moose Nation. All right, Moose, awesome stuff. Thank you again. Of course, Impact Wrestling coming to the greater Cincinnati area and Kissimmee, Florida. First Cincinnati, May 7th and May 8th, and the week after in Kissimmee, Florida and Orlando. It's a beautiful Orlando, but Moose, thank you so much for all the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother.
accomplished his dream. He conquered his goals. He did it by sacrificing Josh Alexander along the way. He did it by sacrificing a lot of people along the way. Folks, if you're just joining us at Down for Glory, Josh Alexander had the opportunity. He had the chance to wrestle away the Impact World title from Christian Cage. Josh Alexander was successful, but Moose called the shot, heard round the world, and now commands the Impact ring. Go. Moose pissed off a lot of people. Absolutely, and Eddie Edwards, the first one out here to, to welcome the new world's champion to Impact. Uh-oh. A lot of people, the locker room divided on the sentiment, the way Moose went about becoming Impact world champion. Some say he earned it. He, he won the call your shot gauntlet, and that's what he did. He called his damn shot, but others say, no, 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 not that oh, way. Got him, got him. Eddie is swinging Kenny for the hills. Look at this. Eddie and Moose have a long-standing oh. rivalry. It boiled over. It bound for glory. It's been familial. These two know each other like the back of each other's hands. I mean, that's they used to be best friends, and now they're mortal enemies. from Moose on the stage, and Eddie is rocked. No, sweet leg sweep. Moose weren't a marked man before. Security's out here trying to break this up. Yeah, let them fight. gotten this situation under control here. Security has their hands full with Eddie Edwards back there. Moose now returning to the proverbial scene of the crime. And now we're gonna hear words from the world's champion. He collects himself. called my best friend. And that bound for glory, I probably did the worst yet. I took away everything. Josh Alexander worked his ass off to get right out of his hands. Right 
in front of his beautiful wife and young child. And Josh, believe me when I say I have no sympathy. Because now I have this, which makes me the greatest champion in all of professional wrestling. It doesn't matter how elite you are. It doesn't matter what tribe your chief too. It doesn't matter if you're the boss, the man, a woman, a king, the queen. It doesn't matter what day you hold a title. Hell, you can add a new day to the week. I'm still the greatest champion in all of professional wrestling. And if you think the things I've done is vile, evil, Despicable to get to this. Just imagine what I'm capable of doing to keeping it. Now this message is for all you guys in that locker room. I know I have a huge target. being callous, cold-hearted. Moose stripped away the moment from that man. Look at Moose hiding amongst the people. I don't think you're safe there. No. That's the last place you want to be, Moose. 